What is up, everybody? This is Wes Hoffman, and this is another episode of Wes Hoffman with Friends. And this episode is one of my favorite episodes so far. It is with my friend Ryan Cheney. Uh, we talked for about an hour. Um, this was just incredible. Uh, we talked about meditation, spiritualism, um, uh, songwriting, doing what you're called to do. Um, he tells a bunch of stories about um, how he got into doing what he's doing. It, it's just, he's an incredible human being. And um, I'm so thankful that you guys are listening to this. So make sure to um, check him out. It's at, uh, if you go to ryanchaneyofficial.com, you can find all of his music. Um, find him on Spotify. It's Ryan Chaney and his last name is C-H-E-N-E-Y. Um, just an awesome dude. We talk about Fivefold and their new single that they just put out and, and the whole process of him recording his solo album as well. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. Again, um, the only thing that I ask is if you like this um, podcast and this episode is to share it out. Just share it on your Instagram stories um, and I will reshare it out to my people. Um, share it to your people and I'll share it to my people. And um, that's all that I'm asking because I want more people to just know about, um, this podcast and what we're doing. So thanks again to you guys for listening. Much love. Um, if you want to follow me, it's at Wesley Hoffman on Instagram and, um, thanks again for listening. What's up, everybody? Uh, we are rolling, and um, I'm here with Ryan Cheney. How you doing, brother? What's up, man? Doing amazing. <laughs> awesome, dude. Um, thank you so much for joining me for just a little bit here today. Um, I know um, you're one of those people that, like, uh, pe people had told me that I needed to meet you. Um, and they were like, you really need to meet Ryan. You guys are like kindred spirits. Like you're both like, I'm a really positive person. And everybody was like, you're really, you know, um, you should meet Ryan. He's a really positive dude too. And just a, a just real as fuck. So like, and I can tell, I can tell you're the same way. Just like, I, I, I think I met you. We've had like two, three, maybe situations where we like met, you know, um, but yeah, like on, just on social media alone, like I'm like, this guy is just like, I mean, that, that's a living incarnate of how I just view life. <laughs> oh, uh, dude. Yeah. Dude, thank you. I mean, that's, you know, like, honestly, on social media, I try to just be like, it's hard. It's like, it's, it, I try to be. Oh, dude, I mean, it's like, it's a cesspool, man. Like, I mean, just everything on, so, on social media, you know, it's like, I mean, it, it's just like all the negative things that, you know, positive people like you and me think all the time, but people think those things and then type them and then you put that energy out into the world, you know? So, you know, it, it does like it take, you have to like, it takes a lot of, you know, preservance to be like, ah, no, dude, not going to put that negativity out of the world. I'm going to just be like, hey, love y'all. Have a great day. Yes, <laughs> dude, a hundred percent. Like I, I saw this thing today about um, toxic positivity and like, it's not, I agree with this. Like, it's not good to always just be thinking about the positive. Like, no, the world sucks. <laughs> we, no, it does. We live in a very broken world and I'm not, yeah. I'm not denying that, you know, but yeah. I just want to choose to like 
be grateful for what I have, be put positivity out into the world, be a light where the world, where instead of, you know, push forth more negativity and more darkness yeah, on the people, I, I just want to, and just be real, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like the most positive people, like actual positive people, not like fake positive people that are just like, life is amazing and there's nothing ever bad that happens, you know, like, like, you know, like actual positive people, I feel like, mo and I, you know, I, once again, like we've talked on a few occasions before this, but like I feel like the most positive people have been through something that has made them realize, yeah, the world sucks. That's why I've got to be positive. You know, like you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like I, those are my favorite people that I've oh. met are just the people that have been through some tough shit and then come out and they're just like, you know what, I'm gonna be happy because like you know all this shit didn't break me and you know it's like oh what what else do I have to be to frown about oh you know? dude a hundred percent i completely agree and like you know that was really where my my journey with all this like positive thinking started was like i got fired from a job um mm -hmm. which was one of my biggest fears i know that's like not it yeah it sucks it's pretty stressful getting but, fired blows man oh dude it's the worst <laughs> but it's like there there are worse things that can happen in the world and like now, I mean, that was seven years ago, almost eight, and now, um, like right before all this COVID stuff happened, um, my wife and I separated, and I'm going through a divorce, but oh, it's like, dude, uh, it's totally, it's totally, everything's good, like, you know, there's no hard feelings or anything, but it, it's tough shit to go through, and if I, if I hadn't been practicing this positive mindset, um, change in general is just hard, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and especially when you're like, Going through, you know, a divorce is really stressful. Like, um, just separate, just breakups are hard. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and that's like ten times worse than a break. Yeah, dude, that's, that blows. For know, sure, but, but I I agree with you, dude. Like, I think that it's like these things that happen in our lives are. Um, my dog died a couple months ago. Like, oh, that's you know, the worst, man. I'm so sorry <laughs> to hear dude, about that. I I know it's like it really sucks, but it's like knowing that these things are inevitable like we are going to experience pain and loss and grief in our lives and but like realizing that that's just part of the human experience and that we have to accept it it's if there if there was never any shitty things that happened um then like we would never that we wouldn't enjoy those times you know what i mean we would enjoy like the beautiful stuff that happens you know it's like uh you know and like so you know like i, I my puppy mondo He's, you know, he's getting up there in age and like, he's got a long time left. You know what I mean? I know, I sure, know this sure. and I'll hold on to that, but still like he's getting hard for him to get up on the couch and stuff like that, you know, and I see that. And so of course my negative brain is so he's like, Oh man, Oh no, like this is going to be so terrible. But you know what, what my positive brain does is then, you know, kicking an upper, upper drive or like overdrive and just be, and just love on mine. You know what I yes. mean? I'll just like sit there and cuddle him and love on him and give him extra treats because I'm just like, I don't know how long you got, bro. You know, and like, but I'm going to like, as long as I got you, I'm just going to love on you the most, you know? And like, you know, that's, that's true, man. Like we live, like nothing is forever in this world, man. Everything is so, you know, just here in a second and then it's gone, you know, we have no control over you know, so it's like it just. I mean, I think that's that's beautiful, though, right? Like that's amazing because like it means that you get a second in this thing that is so beautiful that you won't have forever. 
You know what I mean? Like, you get this, like, split second. Like, you were, like, gifted this, you know, whatever experience that is. I don't know if I'm making sense right now. <laughs> no, you're, you're totally making sense, dude. It's like, yeah, I mean, especially, like, a pet. You know, our pets are not going to be with us forever. Yeah. Uh, but to just enjoy the time that they are here and yeah, to dude. enjoy the time that we are on this earth is, like, you know, they're, they're – I, and I think I think the, the, the part where, where – that trips a lot of people up and that trips me up sometimes is like people are so focused on, you know, and, and we can talk about this cause I, I listen, I've listened to your entire album and I listened to the new, uh, five fold song as well. And like, yeah. I know, you know, I think what trips people up is we get so caught up on, um, and we're fed in through the media and like social media, like we get so caught up on the negative that we are blinded to how good our lives really are for the most part. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I'm guilty of that, dude. Like when I, a lot of times I'll be so focused on something negative that I'll forget like how far I've come as a person, mm -hmm. how much I've grown or everything that I do have. It's like if, if we're focused on like the lack or the negative, you can't be focused on like the things that you actually do have. And, and, um, it just trips a lot of us up and and I don't, I don't blame people. Like I, I've, I'm mm. guilty of it too. Like it's, it sucks. Like yeah. life is hard. <laughs> yeah. 100% man. Life is hard. And you know, and half the time we, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, we're, we're fed all this stuff. Like, uh, I, I saw Joe Rogan, uh, posted this tweet by, uh, from Duncan or this quote by Duncan Trussell. Oh, um, I love Duncan he's Trussell. Like, oh dude, man, he's, he's my dude. I would love just to like, just party with that dude sometime. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, he was just you like, and me both. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna butcher the the quote, but it's like something like you know, it's sad to think that there's some this poor loser sitting next to a waterfall, not realizing that he should be afraid and angry right now. You know, and that's like it's just like it, I, the way I took it was like you know we we're. We would be so content with our lives if we just didn't get on social media and like learn about the next thing that we should be scared about today. You know, the next thing that we should be terrified about. You know what I mean? Like it's, I mean, and, you know, and there, there's people across the world that have way less than us. Yes. You know, and, yes. They, and they have nothing to worry about. They have nothing to worry about. They're the happiest people. It's, you know, it's like my, I was like I was. You know, think about my grandma. She didn't really have a lot, but she was like the most pure soul in the world. You know, like it'd be terrible if she got on social media. Like she'd be like, "Oh no." You know? Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> yeah, dude, and it's no. it's it's really cool too. You know, talking about sitting by a waterfall and all that. Like, um, I, I've recently like, um, my lady and I have went on like uh, I've been doing a lot of hiking this summer and this uh -huh. fall and like going out into nature and like unplugging from all that stuff, man. Like it really does. It helps your soul. Like yeah, it does, man. I mean, it's, it's like literally there's like scientific evidence that, that like shows that literally an hour out in like the woods, like it, it just decreases stress levels. Oh, there's like, a, there's a million like health benefits to just like, I mean, not even like take out just the, like the physical exercise of, of hiking. You yeah. know what I mean? And climbing, but like just breathing the fresh air, just like you're so far away from all the troubles of the earth. You know, it's like, I, I feel like my, any, any big moment for me, I usually find like a long trail and I go out there by myself and, and, and I, you know, I, I must sound super like, you know, mumbo jumbo real quick, but like, you know, uh, I feel like nature always gives, gives us the answers we need. Right. Absolutely. Um, 
you know, and like every single time, like if you're looking for it and you're out in nature, you're searching, it's going to give it, call it God, call it nature, call it, you know, mother earth, whatever it is, you know, it's like, you know, it's, yeah, it's hiking nature is, is the best thing for us. And I, I wish more people would do it right now. And, you know, it's safely, of course, but like, you know, it's, um, you know, I don't know, but I hear these stories. So I work at a, at a beer store, right? And these people come in and they're like, this, I know this one guy a couple months ago, he was like, I haven't left my house in four months. And I'm like, Oh no, like I get it. Like definitely be safe, but leaving, like staying in your house, like there's safe ways to do this. Like go to find some like woods, man, and just sit out there because that's going to be way better than you for you than just like staying isolated in a place with all your crazy thoughts, you know? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> you know man. What I'm saying? I can't imagine that. Like, you know, and like, you know, I, I thankfully have been able to work and everything like that. Um, throughout this thing but like still like i we me and me and my my wife have just like we have we've hiked so much we've gone kayaking because it's just it's the only thing you can do to (laughs) deal with like the stress you know it's like i feel like when covid started like all like every single mental thing i had ever been diagnosed with just came back in full effect at 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 30 years old it's like oh shit like yeah I forgot that I had ADHD or anxiety or fear of heights. And it's just, you know, uh, yeah, it's like nature is the only thing. I, I, anyways. Oh, dude, I, I completely agree. And like, um, you know, I, I like, yeah, I sometimes I, I like to I refer to it as you use you use the word mumbo jumbo. I call it hippy dippy. But like, <laughs> it really is like you go out and you're away from everything and you're quiet and you're still yeah. and like. There's, there's like, you kind of shut everything else down to the point yeah. where the answers that you need, it's not necessarily that I think nature gives them to you. I think that it's, they're, they're already within you mm-hmm. and, and you're just so in like nature. You. Yeah. You're in a, you're in a, an environment, um, that's natural. It's nature. And, the, and that is like, um, uh, catalyzing like that, that process of, giving you whatever answers that you need. Exactly. Right? I mean, I think it's the same thing as like meditation, you know, it's like, so I, totally. I, I'm really, I'm a huge advocate for meditating. Oh, I me mean, too. I, dude. I think it's like, if I wish I, if they taught that in schools, I swear, man, there'd be like less, like there'd be so many less like acting up or like just like any altercations, man. Because like if you meditate and you do it enough, even if you're not good at meditating, you do it enough, you start finding those ants. Like you're saying, like they're already in you. You know, it's just like we don't ever take the time to sit and like and realize what like the questions we need to ask or or realize what the issue is, you know, and like I, meditating just like puts you in that place where you're like alone with your thoughts, you oh, know, and you're dude. alone with that that question that you have or that built up feeling that you got to get the answer for, you know, it just like makes you take a second. It's like, all right, social media, like work, all that stuff that can take a backseat like this, you know, we got to figure out what's going on in my head. One hundred percent, dude. I'm um, uh, I've meditated every day for at least ten minutes um for over four years. Oh um, man, that's I'm, awesome. I'm a huge like about four years ago. Um, I had just started my own business, and I was like, you know, this is one thing that I'm gonna do for myself every day. Um, yeah. You know, most of the time at the beginning of the day. Um, I think I hear another one of those stag beers cracking open over there. Um, oh yeah, dude. Straight up. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. But uh um dude, I completely agree. It helps me so much also just recognize like that I don't have to 
get involved with every thought and feel the emotions of every single thought. Like, um, you know, I've chilled out. So I like, I used to, you know, it's so before I used to meditate and before I really started studying like mindfulness and, um, all even more going more so into like spirituality and stuff like that. Like, um, you know, the slightest thing would, would make me upset. I'd get stuff stuck in traffic or my internet would be slow or whatever. And it would like piss me off. And now I'm just kind of like when things, again, things like these are inevitably going to happen. Um, I'm kind of like, you know, less raging here. Like this isn't that big. It it just helps me take a step back from every thought that's popping into my head all the time, you know? Um, uh, like little things that make me ang- that used to make me angry don't make me as angry anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, take, it takes it takes it like gives you a second. Like it's almost like a like you get this millisecond before the thought takes hold. Like before, like you let it take root, you know. And then you're like you're like, oh wait, hold on, this is just, literally just a feeling. Like this has no power of me. Like I've never even thought about feeling this way, you know. Like it, it literally, if and I can choose to like to really just run with this random feeling that I just got because I'm a screwed up mammal or (laughs) or i could or i could take a second and be like nah dude that's that's not how i feel what what are you smoking brain you know yeah Um, yeah (laughs) i totally agree i totally agree man yeah it's yeah i think meditating is is just amazing man it's like a massage for your brain and you know it's it's you know what's crazy to me so like you know you you mentioned spiritualism i so uh my my wife works at earthbound trading company right it's kind of like a okay you know i don't know they sell like salt crystals you know uh, incense all that stuff hell yeah um and you know and like aura is a big thing right and i'm like you know i i never believed in that right but then uh it was about my first like really hitting it hard like I, it was like three weeks i think when i whenever i first got back into it i use this app called headspace that really really helped me yes i use um, that too yeah um, but it was like three weeks and all of a sudden I was like doing, I was like chilling here and like meditating and I started seeing this blue like light in my, and like, I know that sounds insane, but I started seeing this blue light like in my brain, like behind my eyes. Oh wow. Like, what is, it? and it's like fluctuating and stuff like that. And, um, uh, and I was, I was meditating on forgiveness and like mm. letting go of like anger, you know? And like, it ended up like being like the aura had to do with like letting go of, of anger, like not even letting go of anger, but like finding the, a better result for the, for like the course you're trying to get. Like I forget which chakra it was or whatever, but I'm like, man, like maybe spiritualism is a thing. Like, cause that's so random. Like, you know, how would, I don't know. It's meditation is just something that, yeah. Anyways, without going on a total, total rabbit trail. I, I, I wish more people would get into that, man. It, it really inspired me. Like, um, you know, to, to be able to take the steps I did this year for that, for the CD and everything, you know, um, cause I don't know, just the stress of that, man, that was like, unlike anything I've ever dealt with before. Um, and so like, that's, that's when I got back into it, you know? So I guess I've been going for about a year at this point, you know, oh, um, yeah. but it's, it's definitely huge improvements, you know, in my life and my stress level. Oh dude, that, I love to hear that, man. I love to hear that. And like, I agree, man. Like I, I was definitely same way as you. I was skeptical. I was brought up in a really religious family and like, same, um, <laughs> you know, so, so all of this kind of new age spirituality and chakras and meditating was all kind of like, I was really skeptical about it. And, and I, I was taught to be skeptical about it. And like when I kind of started to really get into it, um, probably I really started kind of getting into the spiritual stuff, like, 
three years ago. And mm-hmm. just the idea of like that I'm more than my body and I'm more than my mind. What am I? Exactly. Like I'm, I have a soul, I have a spirit and like, um, I have consciousness, I have awareness of my body and of my mind. So what is that? I guess like, essentially like your spirit or your soul is your awareness of your body and your mind. It's, it's kind of weird, but tell me a little bit about like, um, you know, that's what I want to talk to you about. How does this stuff kind of play? You mentioned the CD and like your album that you put out and like, I know that you, um, you did a Kickstarter for it and, um, how, you know, and you, you know, you said it was really stressful. Like how did all of this, like, mindfulness meditation and and spirituality how did that kind of like come into play with recording this album um yeah so like i mean so i guess like i can start at the the beginning like whenever i decided it um so like yeah you know so i was the singer for fivefold and i and uh whenever fivefold ended uh my my drummer left and went to be a part of a band called Steeples, you know, and we, we put out four, four EPs, you know, a lot of music, um, two years of just like grinding, you know I mean? It was super fun. Um, but in the, in the the later years of that, I kind of realized that I, I, I wasn't, I, I, I had, I felt like I had a different calling. I felt like I should be doing like my own music. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know where it came from. Uh, it wasn't like a sense of like, uh, just like trying to like, I guess it was, it was kind of like a sense of just trying to prove it to myself that I could do that. You know what I mean? Like I was singing and writing for, you know, different groups for so long. I wanted to know that, you know, like is Ryan Chaney more than just a singer? Is he more than just a front man? Is he more than just a songwriter? You know? Um, And so like, you know, that was definitely a moment when I decided that um, I'm actually decided that, in the room I'm sitting in right now, which is kind of weird, oh, uh, dude, that's but awesome. <laughs> in, in my buddy's house. So, but uh, anyway, so I, you know, I decided that, and um, probably the best thing I did is I told the guys whenever I decided to leave, um, I was like, I'm, I need to make a solo album. I need to like go solo, you know. And I, so then, like, I made a promise to them that I'd do that, but also I made a promise to myself that I have to do that. Um, so I started coming up with the game plan, and you know, it was like one of those things where I woke up at like, I don't know, 7 a.m. in the morning. And I was like, how am I going to fund an album? And I was like, oh, Kickstarter. And so I picked a random number. It was like $2,000. I, I was like, yeah, that, I can raise a lot of money myself, but that will definitely help me be able to, to do this thing. And um, we reached it within under, I gave myself six months because I didn't think that, you know, no, not six months, 60 days. Because mm-hmm. I didn't think that it would actually happen. You know, <laughs> um, I was just like 60 days, maybe like at the end, if it's not there in 60 days, I can really just, like, push for it. So maybe, like, people will do it. Um, but we reached it, like, within the first week. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So, like, it was, like, all these things were just unlocking for me, you know. And then, like, I didn't know what to record with, you know. And I was, like, I was trying to figure that out. Um, but as you know, my, my, my buddy, Matt, Matthew Amelon, passed away. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, not too, not too long ago. Um and, um, you know, he was, he was the first person I, I wanted to record with, you know, actually when I first decided, like started thinking about this and started recording, I actually hit him up. That's my last message to him on Facebook oh. was, you know, seeing, and, you know, he didn't reply and I was like, why wouldn't he reply to me? But I, you know, he was a secretive person. He didn't let us know that he was going through struggles of his own, you know? Um, but, uh. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so I, you know, I want to record with him, but, and then Dan, Dan Marsala, 
um, was actually recording um, and encapsulating, kind of like taking the mantle and held it for Matt. So uh, it worked out really good because I ended up, you know, hitting up Dan and and we recorded. I got to record encapsulated in the same room I did with Matt, and I felt really comfortable. Uh, me and Dan hit it off. So I guess like all these things were just like happening so quickly. Um, all these dominoes were falling, and I, you know, I felt like. It's almost like the fire moment. You're just, you're just super jazzed. You're just like full full like force ahead, right? But then instantly you like get burnt out because you're working so hard. Um, also, I you know I realized that I was all of a sudden putting myself out there like like I had never before. You know, um, so meditating it became huge because like you know I was going to turn to alcohol or smoking way too much weed, um, and uh, <laughs> and so I. Uh, yeah, so like, you know, I found meditating and, um, you know, and I kind of realized these like, I don't know, man, like uh, whenever all the all the struggles I dealt with in like all the little, I guess, uh, personal flaws that I have as a person, you know, that were definitely like apparent in fivefold and steeples, you know, it's like I, um, I definitely had a little bit of an ego. Uh, I had a huge ego. <laughs> um, not that I was the dude going around being like, I'm the best thing in the world. But I definitely, like, I thought I was pretty cool. Um, and um, and I realized that, you know, me being a solo musician, you know, it, that's easy an easy thing to hide whenever you got other members in a band with you. But when you're the only person, everything you do is, is on you. You know, um, and that, that all became apparent to me. Um, I played this show at Blueberry Hill. Um, I, I would say it was the last, it was like, it, it was like the, the end of December uh, 2019, okay. right? And um, I, uh, I was like partying. It was my first like, you know, all these people came to see me. I was playing with uh, a couple bands I really, really liked. Um, I was playing with these bands and um, I uh, was set to open up, you know. So all these people came. They were singing my songs. I was, I was jazzed, right? Well, I got off stage, started drinking, started drinking more and more and more. Uh, ended up like I, just some stuff went down. All I know is there were some arguments and stuff. Still, I'm thinking it's not a big deal. I wake up the next day and I, I had made an ass of myself that night. You know, I, I, I guess I had blacked out and said a bunch of really, really mean things. You know, thankfully, my reputation for being a nice guy saved me because <laughs> everyone else is just like, we, you know, we wrote it off as Ryan drank way too much, you know. Um, so no one really thought I was an asshole. But, uh, but I, you know, after that night, it, it destroyed me, you know, and I was like, well, do I stop drinking? Like, am I an alcoholic? You know, I was set to bury my wife, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks after that time. So, like, I, I, I went through some stuff. So, I, you know, um, I, I, you know, I didn't know. I, I realized quickly then that that was all on me. And any chance, a lot of people, you know, there's a huge possibility that some of these people that, that had never heard of me before that met me that night may never listen to me again. You know, um, so, uh, so yeah, I realized I had to make a change. So, I I got into stoicism and, uh, which is just, you know, reading, I was just reading a bunch of stoic philosophy and sure. stuff like that. Um, are, are you into, yeah. you into, uh, any of Ryan Holiday stuff? Oh, Ryan. 
Ryan Holiday is the best, man. Yeah. He's great. He I just makes him. it all legible. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> attainable. I read the, I read the daily, daily Stoic every day. Oh, hell yeah, um, dude. I've been wanting to get into that. My friend, uh, I have a friend and she does that. She reads the daily Stoic every day. It's, it's great, man. It, it can like, it can screw you up too though, because like they're like laws or like the law of just being, I'm not a Stoic person. I'm too emotional to be a Stoic, right? <laughs> like I, I need like, I, you know, but it's just keeping yourself in check, right? Yeah. Um, so but anyway, so like those are the steps I took and I, you know, I realized, you know, like, and then meditating and drinking less and trying to be healthier, uh, trying is a, is a very like loose term there, but, uh, <laughs> um, I'm still drinking stag, but, um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. So that's, that's how it helped me, you know, and definitely like, especially at the, at the, I realized whenever shelter came out, um, you know, it, it, I, you know, it's so much anxiety about that release for me. You know, it was like, yeah, you know, we released a bunch of, of CDs with, with Fivefold and with Steeples, but like this one was all me, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, what are people going to think about it? And is it going to suck? And, you know, are gonna, people, is it going to waste people's time, you know? And, um, and, you know, I surprised myself by that not happening, but I also surprised myself by once it came out, all of a sudden, all that weight was gone. All that stress that I put myself through didn't matter. You know, all the all the anxiety of like what other people are doing, and if you know this whole race to success, or you know, it was you know the the illusion of it. Um, yeah. You know all that all that medit. You know what I'm saying? The illusion of like being like, oh, I gotta beat everyone, man. This has got to be the best CD ever. And then it comes out, and it's like, no, oh, it's just my CD. Like I'm proud of it. Why does it matter what anyone? Yes, else dude. I and I have struggled with that for the last several years. I feel like our stories are somewhat similar. Like I have struggled with that with my business. Like, um, you know, I had this thing, Treehouse Network Shop, for a while that I was doing, and like, um you know, always worrying about if other people, how other people perceive me and if they think that yeah. I'm successful and if they think that I'm cool and like it, I, it kind of, I kind of, and if they think I'm a good person, that was my big thing is like, yeah, I if they think you're a good person, but that also becomes so like, so like poisonous, right? Like, it does. Cause you're just like, I can't be unhappy. I can't show anyone I'm unhappy. Like I'm the happy guy. Like you literally, we started this conversation being like, you should be right. It gets so positive, you know, and that is also kind of a curse. It is. You know? It is. Because and you're just like. You always got to be the dude. If you're at a party and you're not feeling like being the life of the party, all of a sudden it's like, well, Ryan's not doing his job. You know, like, you <laughs> yeah. at, you what's know? wrong with you? You're not having a good day. Yeah. Like uh, I, it was like, I, I felt like I wasn't allowed to have a bad day. And like, yeah. and, and, um, and just the idea that like, uh, yeah. And I mean, I, I guess like in a, in, you know, that's me getting wrapped up in my ego in a different way. Not yeah. necessarily thinking that I'm cool, ego, right? But it's I'm... still ego. Like well, it that, is. that's the big it thing. Is. I just got I finished reading Ego as the Enemy by Ryan Holiday a few months ago, and that was the craziest thing. Is the people that are so susceptible to getting overpowered by ego and just being destroyed by it are the most passionate people. They're the ones that are like, I am like, I have a calling and I want to make the world a better place. But that can just so easily turn into like an obsession, and then like. 
almost thinking you're better because of it, you know, and you don't even realize it. Like I would never describe myself as egotistical, but then I realized I'm like, man, like, I don't know, man. Like I definitely got a little egotistical. So, you know, that's the biggest reason I read that book too, is I realized that like, you know, what, what say, say I release the CD and say it like gets me huge, right? The last thing I want is an ego on my back. I want to be as in tune with myself when that happens as I can. Because if like, you know, I, I believe in the, you know, the phrase, the first, your first impression is your, is your best impression is the, well, the only impression that really matters. Right. Um, and so like when people hear the songs, I know my songs are like, are, you know, are emotional and, you know, I, I really just speak my heart and my music. I just, you know, something I do, I don't want that to ever be different than the person that people like see me whenever they meet me. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. Um, so I don't want to sing these songs about just like finding myself or, you know, or, or just depression and getting through that depression or, or being a nice person or being like better. And then for people to meet me, it's like, man, Ryan Cheney is the biggest asshole I've ever met. <laughs> right, you right. <laughs> it's, yeah, I think it's, you know, that's one thing that I love about your music um, is, is the authenticity of, you know, you're talking a lot about, um, in your solo album, but also the new fivefold song, it's called Dear Insecurity, you know, yeah. like, and it's, and, and dude, I, I feel like, um, you and I are kind of in a similar place now where it's like, yeah, I'm the positive guy. And I played that, you know, I, and majority of the time I am looking at the positive, but like, I'm also at the point in my life where I'm, I'm almost 38 and like, I don't want to hide the fact that I have struggles anymore. Like, you know, if anything that, um, that makes me, people relate more to the struggles than they do the positive because everybody is fucking struggling. Everybody has some kind of trauma that we've went through in our life. You know, once you get to be about like you're 30, you know, I feel like you get to be about 30. You've been through some shit. Yeah. (laughs) You've been through some shit and, 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 like and then, then you get to this point where it's like I need to unpack all of this shit that's like happened to me in the last 30 35 years like <laughs> I need to really like look at myself in the mirror and be like you know what is it that I have been holding in all this time and um that's one thing like I, as um as soon as I heard that song that you guys put out um the new fivefold um I was like dude I need to have this guy on the podcast cuz I I, <laughs> I I I mean first of all <laughs> The I just I love that melody that <laughs> you know, like uh but the I mean just the lyrics of it I I was like dude this is so dope so tell me about like I mean this was the first fivefold song in five years um, yeah. how did this all come about All right so I'll start it off with saying like um so 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 we actually wrote that song like five years ago. Um, that me, Matt, and Derek, and Coco, um, excuse me, um, Amalong was in, in, uh, he was dealing with his, you know, cancer at that time, right? So we wouldn't be able to play music, but we were all like, man, we want to keep playing shows, right? And also, you know, just uh, keep money flowing into the band as well, you know what I'm saying? So we started this thing that me, me and Benny had started years and years and years ago called the Breakaway Strategy. Um, so we were playing, basically, it, it was just a safe place. Like, um, we're fivefold, we'd write these songs that fit fivefold. The breakaway strategy would all meet up and we'd party. Like, you know, it, we'd just hang out. And if a song happened, it happened. 
and it didn't matter if the style like fit the the if the the song fit the style of the band or not. Like we just write whatever. If it was cool, we'd play it, right? And we played a few shows. But Dear Insecurity was about just um we had a bunch of people over there and I was just kind of in my head and I was dealing with a lot of insecurity about like how people perceived me, like what I you know, like what I looked like. I think I was getting a little bit of a gut at the time, you know, and I was just like dealing with all these thoughts, you know. And uh that's when that's why it came out. And also that's why it sounds so open lettery because um that that was our our last album right because we wrote it like just after that album came out okay um and um but yeah so like that's so we wrote that back then um fast forward uh to now or i guess uh, a few months ago um maybe even a year ago we uh so all of us in Fivefold, we kept hanging out, man. Like, you don't grow up together from the age of, like, 16. Is That's when we all met, 15, 16, you know. Um, and then not and go through, like, the loss of not one band member, not, in, not two band, well, I guess two band members, and then also a band manager. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just, like, countless other people. You know, we, we went through all this stuff. We, we went through all these amazing times, too. So we stayed, we stayed in touch. Um, and I, I would say that Matt, Matt Benny, um, is probably the, the biggest reason, you know, he pushed, he's been pushing for us putting out more music for like a couple of years now. Um, and we were all just like, ah, I don't know. Ah, I don't know. You know, and like, you know, me and Derek were in steeples. So we're like, no, we don't want to do that. And then I was putting out my solo stuff. So I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, but you know, um, so I actually moved into an apartment about two minutes, uh, from Matt's house. Right. So then we started hanging out more and then Benny got into uh, recording as well. You know, so all of a sudden now we don't have to pay to have someone record us like Matt actually has become a really amazing producer, you know, and. um, And so it was just easy. Right. Like we were just like we started, I think it started with like some of us coming over and doing some tracks and like doing some demos. And we're like, oh, this song's pretty cool. And uh, it just eventually after a couple of years was just enough where we were on the same page and being like, dude, let's just release new music. Um, Another big reason is because we're blowing up overseas. Oh no shit! <laughs> like, yeah, dude. I so like, like in the know, UK like, or yeah, dude, in the UK. Like it, it's insane. Like in Turkey and freaking like all over the world. Like we're and it's, I'm not I'm not trying to be that guy. Like this is actually happening, and um we and we didn't know why. Like we there was a there was a huge surplus in our streams. Um, and um, the only reason I think I think that uh, a lot of these YouTubers uh, started using their songs in their in their stuff, and you know, like our like you were saying about people how people latch on to like the struggle and the pain, and you know, and, and the hope, right, of songs, yeah, right, absolutely. Um, and I think that these songs started making it overseas because we didn't put any restrictions on people using our songs in videos. So instantly people overseas were like, oh, this band. So they, there are people overseas that don't even know that like we work jobs right now. So we're just like, we're like, dude, like this is happening. And these people on these YouTube, you know, I, I know, you know, I know my friends and I know like the people in St. Louis, I know most of the people that listen to our, our songs, you know, and um, like they're, they're, we always called it the fivefold family, right? Mm-hmm. Because you you start off as a fan, and then but then you like hang out, and then like we know you by name. We all hang out. Like I hang out with a bunch of people that start out as fivefold fans, and now they're just my friends. Um, and it's but it all started with like a song they heard that that meant something to them. 
right? So all these people overseas are now having that experience. Um, and so, you know, and then like COVID hit and all this stuff happened and the political stuff happening right now. We're just like, dude, like people, people need, like if, if we did this before, not even trying to do it, you know what I mean? We were trying to write songs of hope. We were just, I, I was writing lyrics to help myself. Yes. Right? I was trying to deal with everything I was going through mentally. And, you know, now I'm an, I'm an adult, you know, I got a family and I'm, I'm way happier than I used to be. But, you know, I still <laughs> deal with insecurity. Everyone deals with insecurity. Absolutely. Big, everyone still deals with those, those, those demons, right? And so we all just decided that, the, you know, the world needed another fivefold song uh and so we we made it happen and then you know we went over to benny's house and and he recorded and produced it and it was all done in-house you know um so it was it was really cool and, and i'm really stoked i think last time i heard we have twenty two thousand streams on holy shit um, dude that's incredible <laughs> yeah that's inc- well yeah and i i saw i went to your spotify and i saw that some of your songs have like several million streams yeah, it's it's insane. I'm like, so like that was part of the big, a big thing too, is because we're just like, dude, like supply and demand. You know what I mean? Like the demand is there. Like people wanted to hear more songs. You know, and um, and you know, not even in a like, you know, I I don't think anyone in the band is like banking on like getting big or famous. Songs. Sure. It's like we just it's it's easy to record a song. It's it's not it's it's not easy, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm. I, it takes little to no, near near as much effort as it did back when we were 16. You know what I mean? Um, we all have the ability to do this now. And then, you know, thankfully a lot of us have enough skills that allow this to be easier than it used to be. You know, so like why not take that like couple hours of our day and just like work on a song idea that Fivefold had. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I, I think that we'll probably write more music you know, at this point. So. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And I think that's so cool because like now, you know, you can't, you, you don't, I mean, back in the day it was like bands would put out albums and you, you know, or you'd want to put out an EP and like now you can put out one song and that's okay. Like, exactly. You, you, and, and people are like satisfied. And then, you know, a few months later you can put out another one and it's like, it's, it doesn't have to be this huge. I, I think, um, Sometimes people, I mean, not me because I'm old school, but like everybody's attention spans are so short now that like people aren't necessarily looking for a whole album, you know, like, yeah, like I, we used to like go to freak. I mean, I used to go to Walmart as soon as the CD hit the shelves, go buy it and put it in my CD player and sit there with a book open, reading every lyric. Me too. Song by song. You know what I mean? Like people don't, aren't like that anymore though. No, no. Music is a backdrop, and whenever it actually touches someone, that's when it's powerful. And I think it means more now than it did even like not not that it means more now, but it's harder to do now. I guess that that's the harder thing to do at this point is to actually grab someone's attention and be like, "Hey, this song may may be what you need right now," you know. And uh, when back in the day, like of course it was like, I mean, people, you know, before my time, people were literally sitting by the radio. Because they knew this one song they like would be playing at this one time. Oh, dude! <laughs> you know, yes, I I would do that, and I would have a blank cassette tape ready to record it off the radio. Yeah, like dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, dude. I mean, I love, I absolutely love that, and and that's really encouraging um, to me. I like what you're what you're saying about like, um, 
what you said about your album um, Shelter, but um, also about this song is just that, you know, Dear Insecurity is that like you're putting out this music for yourself um, and and like you're what you said earlier is about like it's it's my cd it's it's my it's yeah. it's your project it's, it's like it's all it's all yeah it's like no you know it, um the thing that really got me when i was in steeples is that people would be or even when i like to share a song i wrote people from over the all over the world that i don't even know would be like go back to making rock music like stop making this stuff you know blah 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 and that it didn't offend me like they were offending me and the fact that I was making a different kind of music. It offended me because I'm like, dude, you think that this song, this, this music is for, is for you. The back, the back, the, like the, the aftermath is that it can be shared with you and it can mean something. But first, like, I don't take a journal. I write songs. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, yes. I don't write down my thoughts every day. I write a song about it and then I get over it, you know? And so it's like to hear people, I, I think that, it's it's like a nice balance, right? Like not it's it's not only uh, in my in my opinion, my my the way my mind works. It's I think it's my duty to make songs, and I have to. I I was told my mom back in the day. I felt like I was a balloon that you know in a balloon they they only have it only has that one little air hole, you know that, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. air can escape. And I felt like that air hole is, is my voice and my songwriting, you know. And that's mm. and that's that's what I am, and you know. So not it's it's almost like God programmed me to make music and to sing you know but it's so in in the in the most importantly it's for me though like these songs like you know the call me out like literally the song is called call me out on the cd because i'm literally calling myself out i'm talking about how i'm depressed and how i'm low like you know like this if you can see behind the smile i wear around you you know and uh the, the bridge is you know and all i know is i used to have a fire in my soul i used to sing for the mountains until the heavens opened up for me you know and like it's all about my insecurities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now someone else is going to hear that and be like, dude, I feel that same way. And that's the beautiful thing about music. But yeah, it's, you know, in, in the, in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, songs, the songs we write should always be for us. I think whenever, whenever they're not for us, we don't relate to them and then we shouldn't sing them. <laughs> oh dude, dude. <laughs> you know? I, and I love that. And that's, um, I'm actually getting ready to go, um, I'm going to be recording a couple songs that encapsulated here in December. Oh, um, for real? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, um, yeah, because I forgot to mention, we played, uh, you played that fest, um, and, and mm -hmm. I played it too, um, Floor Fest. Floor Fest, yeah. Yeah. That was right before um, Amalong's Benefit. Yeah, show. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was the same day. I remember that. Yeah, same day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a pretty that was a pretty fun little fest. Um, but I, you know, and I can't believe, dude, that was um, already. It's been over a year ago now. But like, I know um, it's insane, right? Um, but yeah, I feel like that was the first time that I met you. Um, but I'm I'm getting ready to record a couple songs, and these songs, um, you know, if you like, I have a couple songs on Spotify right now. But like, these songs that I'm put, getting ready to record are like, I totally took that approach of like. I it, it I I hope people like them. I hope it resonates with people. But at the same time, it's more for me than for anybody else. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna yeah, put like, these out. But it's like for me, these songs are about like me discovering parts of myself and like and going and, through and what also, I'm going through. You know, it's not about yeah. um, I'm putting this song out so that you'll like it and it'll get a million streams. You know what I mean? Like I'm doing this for me and. 
Um, and you're right. Like that's a byproduct that other people get to hear it. And that's so, that's really scary. It's really scary to put it out. But like, um, knowing, you know, going into that with this mindset of like, some people might not even understand what I'm talking about. Um, I'm sure they will like to an extent, but like, you know, I know what this is about. And for me, it's like, it's a release. It's like a purging of the, of like what's going on inside my head and my heart, you know? No, it's, that's beautiful, man. Because you, I mean, it is. It's a, you're purging, and, and also you're accepting it. You, you've like at the point that you write a song about your feelings, you've had to accept those feelings, and then release them, and then like admit to the whole world all your deepest, darkest like fears, struggles, everything. You, you just like put it on the page, and then also released it, and like we're like, hey, everybody, this is what I'm dealing with right now. You know, it's like it's terrifying. It's like the scariest thing. It and, is. Like, you know, I used to always think that back when I was first getting into like into a band, like people would be like, "Oh, that band sucks," and I'm like, "How? Like, you can't? How do you judge someone's like lyrics? Like, you can't? Like, that's like their own personal experience. You know, like that they're like sharing. That's the ter- most terrifying thing. I can't imagine if I wrote a song about like from my gut, like literally my deepest, darkest fears, and someone's like, "Oh, it sucks, man. I don't like the lyrics." I'm like, "What? I don't care if you like the lyrics. That's my <laughs> <Yeah>. life." <laughs> um, but uh, no, like there are two things you, you touched on, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's just a miracle that we can even record music. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, think of yeah. like Johnny Cash, right? Think of like Johnny Cash or like any of these OG like musicians, like traveling the country just to get a slot recording. And then like that whole process is this really, really time consuming thing. And then getting it on the radio, you know what I mean? Like, oh. we, and we have a whole, like people hate on Spotify and, and iTunes and all that stuff. And, that, and that's okay. Like, I get it. You know, there are changes that have to be made to the to music industry structure, right? But it also is insane that I can write a CD and it's shared with literally everyone on the planet. Everyone. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. That's insane. And then the, the there's another point I was going to go at. Um Oh man, what was I? Uh, anyways, I forget it. But yeah, no, it just—it's insane that we even have that, that the ability to do that. And then yeah, like you know, like it, it would be really cool if someone like likes your songs, man. But like, even if they don't, like you did. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. My mom always had this had this this saying, and I think it's a little morbid, but I get what she's trying to do, you know, and trying to say. And and I agree. And you know, and you know, I write. I always tell my wife this, and she thinks I think too much in the future whatever but um <laughs> you know it's I, I i write these songs from like my kids that i don't have yet you know mm-hmm. um because my my mom always says this she's like when i'm when i when i pass away you know you just have memories of me but when you pass away you will have literally living versions of your voice everywhere yeah. you know like so someone can just pop in a cd it's like if if the world is ended or if the world's ended like whatever they can just remember the song but like you know it's like when we create songs when we put this out into the world like it's a it's a it's a it's a sort of like immortality you know what i mean yeah like, yeah we took, we took a we took a single thing like People like us, we, we took a single thing that happened to us that moved us, and we wrote a song about it. And all of a sudden, it didn't die there. It didn't just stop. It wasn't just a lesson that we learned. They were like, oh, that was cool. I'll change my life now. But it was like it was like a thing we learned. We're like, oh, man, like that was a really cool lesson. I'm going to write a song about it. And then someone else can fucking do that. It's almost like the greatest way of giving 
uh, back to the to the to the world, you know, for for teaching you. If that, if oh, that makes sense. absolutely. Right? That's why I feel like you know, and I completely agree. Even this podcast, like fifty years from now, a hundred years from now, like. This podcast will be buried somewhere on the internet, and yeah, like I, yeah. you know, hopefully somebody will find it and like yeah. listen to it and be like, "Who are these guys, Wes and Ryan, talking about like <laughs> meditating and like <laughs> spirituality and all this, and like writing songs from your gut and shit?" Like, but it is. It's like, and I think that is where I where I, I I'm so um, that creating is like is a spiritual practice, like being creative, it is. art, art, music, sculpture. Graphic design, cop, you know, uh, poems, it's like more than us, man. anything. It, it's like you bigger know? than us. So much bigger, so much bigger, and um, you know, it's it's really uh, oh, shit. Now I had something I was gonna say that that um, it's it's a spiritual thing, is what I what what I was really trying to get at, and like I think about that too, man. Like you know, someday. I'm not going to be around. Oh, this is where I was going to going back to. Sorry, you got me jumping all over the place here. Too. Know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bad at conversations because I just go everywhere. No, I, I do too. I've had to like learn how to rein it in with these podcasts. Um, somebody like John Lennon, you know, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I know that, and, uh, or Jimi Hendrix, like they were not perfect human beings by any means. Like they had their own demons, but their music has lived on beyond them and will live on forever the message behind john lennon's imagine yeah. you know like that will never ever die like it's i mean it's a song is so much more than the person that wrote it you know even 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 like and i mean, like you were saying art in general man like i you know it's like i mean we you know all the allegations about michael jackson yet michael jackson's songs will live on forever like people will still like you know what i'm saying like it's almost like that if that's the least you can do as a person, as a as a messed up human being, it's like then then cool. Like not that it makes you a better human being, but at least you did something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Absolutely, so, man. Absolutely, I, I agree. While while we're on the subject, I, I want to share a story with you. If that's yeah, right. yeah. Please do. The story I'm trying to get comfortable talking about. Um, my wife says I should talk about it, and then like I've, I've been sharing it recently at, at my uh, my cover sets um, when I play Shelter. Uh, Shelter's you know on, clearly in, on Shelter, uh, but uh, it's a super religious song. I was raised really religious too, right? I was raised in a Baptist home. I wanted to be a missionary, and then I wanted to be a youth pastor, you know. And then I found rock and roll, and then I lost it all, you know. Um, but excuse me, I had a burp. Um, but I remember when I was a kid, um, like, so I, you know, I was born with like Tourette syndrome and stuff like that. Um, it was, you know, like childhood wasn't like terrible for me, but I definitely went through a lot of like, a lot of just like accepting that you don't have to fit in. You know what I mean? Like just self identity. Um, but you know, which I feel like more kids need to be taught that. They do, man. Like, it's like, you know, it's like it became a big issue that I wasn't invited to birthday parties because I'm making these crazy sounds or, you know, my brain just worked, my brain just worked differently, you know? Um, and, uh, and I remember like, I tried all these sports. I could, I found nothing that really piqued my interest until my parents bought me a guitar and like, and I instantly started writing songs like instantly. Like I learned the chords. I, all I wanted to do was learn the chords so I can start writing. And I, uh, I remember, um, 
it was uh, a Matchbox 20. Uh, my uncle gave me this little EP. It was the uh, it had Push and 3M on it, right? And I was trying to sing to it, but my voice sucked. And I remember saying, "God, give me like no joking." I was I prayed. I was like, "God, give me a voice, and I'll use it for you," right? And within like a month, I was singing in front of people. Oh, and my wow. voice just randomly just got better. And maybe maybe it was just my faith. Maybe it was just like my belief in myself. Maybe, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? But I think, I think what I realized on the experience is that, you know, whether it was God or not, it's I think that as the, the ability to create is not like natural, right? Like as, as in the sense that everyone has. Not them. everyone like, is created. Yeah. Yeah. Creativity doesn't come naturally to everyone. Yeah. I, I think everyone on this planet has something to give back to the planet, to the world, to people. To, for It's almost like we're rented this time. Like, we just have this little bit of time that we can do something, you know? So we, we owe it. Like, you know, we get to experience, you know, beaches and mountains and, and human companionship and love. You know what I mean? We, we owe it to the world to give something back. And I think as creatives, we owe it to the world to give something back for that. You know what I mean? That, you know, and I think that's why that I think it's why we do it. Um, is that, but anyways, like you were just, you know, like just tying it all in like spiritualism and, and all that stuff. I, I think that it all, it all does come in hand, man, uh, with creating songs and singing. And if, you know, you're owed the, you know, the gratification of becoming super famous or not, you know what I mean? It's like, it, in the end, it doesn't matter. It's just, we're doing, we're doing what we're supposed to do. Just like a football star is doing, is being a good football player. He doesn't get a gold, gold star for being a good football star player you know what i mean uh we we don't get gold stars for being musicians we're just being musicians we're just doing what we're supposed to do yes you know what dude, I mean? it I, comes as naturally to us as, as whatever you know so I, I absolutely love that and and that you know it takes for me it takes the pressure off it's like i'm yeah. doing this for me i'm doing this because this is what in the same way that you're saying you know you feel called to be a songwriter like these um, songs that I'm getting ready to put out, like I'm like I'm doing these because I feel like I need to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to get man. these songs yeah, and, out. Like, and and it does I think take it, the pressure off, right? Like it, it does, like 100. percent All of a sudden, you're not worried. You're like, ah, that's I'm just stoked to get it off my chest. <laughs> absolutely, I, and dude, I think what's so cool is like, you know, years from now, um, you know, I I've only have a few songs up, but like. Um, I mean, you can even go back to some of my old bands still have MySpace pages up. Like they were never yeah. taken down. And, um, but it's cool because, you know, you've got an album up on Spotify and, you know, soon I would think you're going to have another song out. And then a, a five years from now, I love how you can go back and you can, um, see bands and you can see their, a band like Queen, um, yeah. you know, you can see their enti entire discography and it's just like albums worth of songs and it's so cool to see the history behind that and to see how like that didn't all just happen in one year that was like years worth of them recording songs and touring and writing and probably going through life fighting each other like you know yeah. like, <laughs> um and it's i you know i'm really looking forward to um a few years from now like um, looking back and seeing, oh yeah, look at these old songs that I, that I put up here. And, you know, now I have, I have three songs up now, you know, a couple of years from now, like maybe I'll have 10, like who, who yeah. knows, you know? 
it's it's just really cool to see like how it adds well, up over time too. It's also know? like looking back at like old photos. You know what I mean? Like you're like looking back, you're like, oh man, that's so crazy. Like I remember what this song was about, and you know I don't deal with those things anymore. You know what I mean? Or like whatever it's about. You know what I'm saying? Like or, or I remember this this time in, in place when I wrote this song. You know, like, it, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because it's just timeless. It's just there. It's there to the, to the, uh, to, uh, just time, you know, to, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And you can look back and say, I was a different person back then than I am now, than who I am yeah. now. You know, that's what I was thinking, like with Fivefold. It's like, I, you know, like people love the story album, but you know, I, uh, I don't really connect with that album as much. Like, uh, that album for me was just a lot of pain. You know, and, you know, not only that, but also I was like, I was learning how to like sing properly, you know, and, and write better. And so I look, I look back at like our first EP and then the story album and I'm just like, man, like I, I don't really listen to those songs as that much. Um, God was dealing with like a bunch of really terrible, um, relationships. I was a pretty shitty friend to everyone in the band. Um, and then we lost our, uh. We lost Jesse that year, and then we also lost Jim Story, who the names the city's named after, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, it's like I look back then, I'm like, man, that's, I'm so different than that. Like, I don't even listen to that kind of music anymore. <laughs> like, you know, it's like back then I was just like rocking out to Buck Cherry and stuff like that. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a in it, man. It's like. People were like, man, you guys are kind of butt rock. I'm like, what are you talking about? Have you not heard all of me are good start? And then I listen back to like broken. It was like, leave me broken. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, I, I think you have an amazing voice. Um, oh, thanks, buddy. So, <laughs> well, uh, Ryan, I, I, I can't believe we talked for an hour now. Um, uh, I, oh, shoot. dude, I could talk to you forever because I feel like we have a lot in common and this will not be the last time that, um, we'll, we'll talk. Um, yeah, dude, let's like meet up for coffee sometime, man. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Um, and yeah, man, keep me posted on what's going on. Okay. So where can people find you and, um, follow you if they want to know more about your music, where can they find um, you online? It'd be a uh, Ryan Cheney official.com. Um, that's like, that's my, the gateway to everything I'm doing right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, ryancheneyofficial.com. I do a lot of stuff on Instagram too. So I definitely, uh, follow, uh, the Ryan Cheney, um, on Instagram. Uh, I basically put a lot of my updates there. Um, I have a Patreon going as well. You can find me just Ryan Cheney on Patreon. That's basically where I'll just give like little snippets of, you know, unheard songs. I'm, I'm always writing songs. So the, the Patreons always get like my, my rough drafts of song or like basically if I think a song is cool, they can tell me, no, dude, that's, that blows. Don't release that. You know? <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah. And then just Facebook as well. You know? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. Ryancheneyofficial.com is going to lead you to everything. So. Okay. Awesome, dude. Well, best of luck to you, man. You, you've got a, um, a supporter and a fan in me and, um, at, not just in your music, but in you as a person, like, oh, dude, um, thanks. you know, I remember that when we met at that fest and I was like, this dude is dope. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, I was um, awesome. I was yeah. all sorts of emotion that day. <laughs> oh, dude, it was, um, yeah, I actually, I have recorded with Matt, um, I, my old band, uh, Why Not, we recorded a couple songs with him at Encapsulated oh, as well. So. Straight up, man. Yeah. He was, he was a great human being. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I used to play shows with, 
Um, I know him from way back in the Westcott days. Um, we used to play yeah. shows together. I, I was in a band called The Citation back then. Um, okay. And we, we used to play shows. We were kind of a similar style to Westcott, that kind of like shreddy punk type. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was a great guy. So, um, But dude, I really appreciate um, I appreciate you taking the time and, and much love to you, dude. If you need anything, let me know. And um, uh, I'm happy to support and promote whatever you're doing. And um, I'll probably have this up in a couple days. Hell yeah, man. Nice talking to you, buddy. All right. Yep. Yeah, much love. All right. I'll see ya.